Are you a pastor or leader who wants to make a difference? Are you willing to commit to the long term in your ministry? Come along on a journey of endurance with Alan and Trent. Welcome to Endure, building churches and leaders that last. Well, we want to welcome you to the inaugural podcast of Trent and Alan as we talk about the enduring church. How, how do we create churches and leaders that can go the distance? And so we want to thank you for joining us today. We're really excited to be here. We are people who love the local church, right, Trent? Absolutely. And hey, I'm excited. You use big words like inaugural. And so I'm. we're going to do great. It's going to be fun today. Exactly. <laughs> no one asks us how to spell it. So we'll be <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We both do love churches and, and Alan and I, not only have we known each other since college and through seminary, and now we've been in ministry for a long time, but both of us are serving as local pastors. And uh, so that is our heart. We love the church and we pray or we're praying for you and we want to help you as much as possible. So, uh, Trent, you are in Oklahoma. You're at uh, in Comanche at Patterson Avenue Baptist Church. How long have you been there? I have been at Patterson for coming up to 11 years now. And how about right. you? You're you're in Colorado, so we're doing this kind of long distance. But you know, we're it's so cool that we can just talk, and we're we're still close, you know, close friends. But but you're in in Colorado, and tell us about your church and how long you've been there. Right. So I am in Creekside Community Church. It's in a town uh, called Elizabeth, Colorado. And uh, we are kind of a community that's transitioning a little bit, but I have been there coming up on 12 years. And so we, we certainly have had some experiences in our, in our church lives. I've pastored three churches. I've been a church planter. Not only have you pastored churches, but you've also been involved in uh, collegiate ministry. You've um, been involved with uh, Christian camps. And so, we bring a lot of different experiences to the table, and so it is our prayer and our hope and our desire that those things will truly resonate and help some of you out as you seek to lead your church. Yes, and we also want to encourage you, uh, if you have questions, maybe even possible topics that we can talk about, um, please go to EnduringChurches.com, and there is a place under the podcast area or um church consulting that you can give us your information and leave us a, a question and we want to be there to help you as much as possible. Okay. So, you know, I guess a lot of people are wondering, well, why would we do this? I mean, there's certainly a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of information out there today. So uh, why, why are we uh, starting one together? Well, we have experience in all kinds of churches. Uh, we were parts of larger churches when we were in college. I grew up in a really large mm -hmm. church, uh, but most of my life in ministry has been spent in smaller churches, rural churches, churches maybe on the edge, edge of kind of where the population base is. And a lot of your experience has been that same way. And so we have a, a real heart for pastors who are in this struggle. We, lo we love all pastors, but we understand, especially for those of you who are in a single or small staff church, some of the struggles that you face. Right. And, and Alan, a lot of the podcasts that guys may listen to are put out by very large churches, which are great, man. I listen to some of those too, and I get a lot out of them, but 
there are a whole lot of, in fact, the majority of the pastors are in smaller churches and even bivocational. Uh, and so there's, there's that niche that, that we want to encourage you guys that are the smaller churches, as you said, Alan, and we're coming from that background as well. That's right. You know, I believe bivocational pastors are, are the real heroes um, behind the oh, scenes. Man. What, what they are able to do, I, um, it just astonishes me. Absolutely. Being able to work full time and then also putting together sermons and Bible studies for Wednesday nights and things like that. That is that's tough. It's tough for us, isn't it, Alan, to to do the things we do as full time pastors? Yeah, there's always there's always uh, something uh, to be doing. And so as we look <laughs> yeah. at all of this, there's these things that were kind of on our mind. Why? Why is this important to us? Well, because what we see and especially the observation over the last few years is that there are just way too many churches dropping out of the race, closing their doors. And if they're not dropping out of the race, they've dwindled to a point where they don't even recognize that they're not that far from closing their doors. Right. That's I know that's true in our area. I know of at least two churches that are right now either on the verge of closing their doors or they're trying to figure out some other way to stay open because they're just barely there. And is that true in, in Colorado as well, Alan? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, one of the things, you know, um, I, I remember talking, it, we are we are both coming from a Baptist background. So we have these things called associations, which are kind of regional gatherings of churches. And I remember talking to an associational director um, that keeps having churches who are closing up want to give them their property because they don't know what else to do with it. He's like, you know, I really mm. do not want to be in the property business. And, you know, it's a, it's a real tragedy. I know that there are unique challenges in, in the more rural areas, but even as we go into our cities, we see churches that, you know, they've got 400 seat um, auditoriums in the seventies and eighties, they were full. And today they're mm -hmm. trying to figure out how they're going to pay their bills, how they're going to pay their staff and and what's going on and so you know we're just tired of watching these churches fall out of the race we want to see you go the distance we want you to last we want you to know that god is not done uh, with your church and it can become healthy it can become vibrant once again but not only have we seen that with churches have we seen that with pastors too oh yeah i mean i and i can understand you know it's frustrating sometimes. I don't know, Alan, there have been times for me when I have on Sunday after I've given this sermon that I worked really hard at. And then, you know, you go get in your vehicle and you're leaving and you're you're not only questioning, why did I say that? Why did I say that? But you're thinking about the people that are, you know, looking at you and there's, you know, no response or little response or not like you expected. And so it's frustrating as a pastor. You know, how do you keep that joy, that excitement, that passion about serving the Lord? Yeah, that can be that, that can be really difficult and challenging as we're going through um, all the different gamuts of emotion and all the range of emotions that we face through all of this. You know, you have that you have that Sunday where you just don't feel you connected. I had one of those this past week. I just had this great series on, on Moses and last week was the last one and maybe the one before should have been the last one. I'm not sure. But <laughs> you, come in, you come in on Monday and you're ready to write your resignation. I can't do this anymore. I'm no, I'm, I, maybe I'm no good at it or maybe the people don't like me or, you know, you've got all these feelings. And, you know, statistically, we know 
that there's always been a bit of a problem because half the people who start seminary never finish seminary. Mm. And then another 50% of people are out of ministry within the first five to seven years of completing seminary. So we are losing, we are losing almost 75% of people who sense a call to vocational ministry. We're losing 75% of them within wow. five to seven years, which has really created what we talk about today, that there is a void of younger mm. pastors coming up. And so how do we as, as people kind of plan to go, go the distance? I, mean, I guess the good news for, for people is, is that we have at least made it as far as we've made it. And so we have endured, <laughs> we have endured some seasons and we've, we have some experience and it is our, our hope and prayer that some of those things will uh, truly be helpful um, to others as they walk this journey as well. Yeah, Alan, I was just thinking that um, you and your wife, Rochelle, you you all have been in ministry for about 30 years. Isn't that right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, and Dana uh, and it, I... It would be, be about the same number as you. So Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so we're up we there. Got, yeah, <laughs> that makes me feel really old, it, man. Oh, but yeah, you mentioned a while ago about the Mondays and those are hard for pastors. And, and so, yeah, they always said, told me, don't make any major decisions on a Monday. Right. You know, I, I always heard and I always heard, um, don't take Monday as your day off because it's the day you feel the worst. So why take a worst day and make that your day off? And so that is kind of an, <laughs> an off day. You know, I, I am blessed. I've got kind of one and a half. Uh, paid staff, and so we kind of do our staff stuff on on Monday, and we talk talk about different things and some of the challenges that we're facing and and everything. Mm. But you know, it, it is a, a challenge when we think about the pressures we face within our church. But even today, we we recognize that there's a lot of challenges outside the church that we did not have when we first started out in ministry. I still remember when when I was in seminary, the church I attended. You know, Wednesday night in in metropolitan Fort Worth area, Wednesday night was a church night for most people in most schools. They didn't have activities. They didn't have sporting events. They didn't have anything like that. And that's certainly not true today. I mean, Sunday Sundays are high in competition. Wednesdays oh, are right. high in competition. And so, you know, there's a lot of pressure just coming in outside. Pastors don't carry the same amount of respect that we once had and, and some of that's kind of deserved but it is a True. different age in which to be a pastor yeah there's i mean i'm sure that your church alan like mine we have a lot of young families and and boy there is it's a stress you can tell it's stressful to those families because they're trying to decide what to do about taking their kids to these different competitions and then also the stress of wanting to be in church and and, you know, yeah, when we were kids, we didn't have that stress. It was you go to church, you know. Right. Yeah. We So the pressure, the pressure is just continues to mount. And so, you know, it's a lot like that rubber band and you can stretch a rubber band a, a, a long ways. But at some point in time, if you stretch it far enough, it's going to break. And I think that's right. where a lot of people, a lot of churches um, even a lot of lay leaders inside our churches kind of have have that feeling. And maybe you're not a pastor, but you are that Christian leader who has a, a business in town and you love your church mm -hmm. and you're committed to that. But even that outside pressure on you as a believer, you 
you feel like sometimes you're just at that point of breaking. And we hope that we encourage you to endure um, kind of these seasons as well, because you have a ministry and you have a purpose. It is the people who are in the church that make the biggest difference on behalf of the church in the community. Absolutely. And and man, we I know that I and I'm sure you do, Alan, we appreciate those leaders that are maybe not even on staff, but they are there faithful and they work so hard and, and they just make a huge difference. But uh, Alan, I want to ask you uh, to share. We talked a little bit about that. We've been in ministry for a long time, but but you have some experience outside of ministry as well. Um, and so I want you to, to tell folks a little bit about your your coaching experience. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I did have a, sp- a period of time where I was bivocational as a church planter and I was doing some marketing managing. But I, when I came back to my pastorate, uh, there was a vacancy um, at our high school for the cross country coach. And I'd had a little bit of experience with that. Uh, my experience was kind of not the best coaching coaching experience that I had when I was a student. And so I jumped in, wanted to give our students a, a wonderful experience on a cross country team. And so Anyway, I've been coaching this this coming fall will be my eighth year. I also coach some track here and there, but my love is coaching our cross country team. And it has really opened my eyes to this idea of what it really means to endure. Cross country is an endurance sport. And what does it take to endure? It takes work and you cannot Mm -hmm. endure if you don't work at it. And so every now and then there'll, there'll be some parallels that I'll probably bring in. But you also, you, you're certainly not a cross country coach. Uh, that's probably the furthest thing from your mind. You have your yeah. own experiences. Where, where does yours come from outside uh, your local church? Well, yes, you're right. It's not cross country. I tried that with my sister and that about killed me. Uh, so that's not even in my wheelhouse, man. But, um, I have had a heart for business. Um, my parents had their own businesses. And so, uh, and I, when I was in college, I helped with the local chamber of commerce and that has kind of just kept on. And so right now here in Comanche, Oklahoma, or we Oklahomans call it Comanche America, you know, we're just excited to be part of America. And so, uh, right. but, <laughs> but I am uh, currently the president of our local chamber and I enjoy that because I enjoy getting to work with businesses. And, and um, I'm also like you have kind of a marketing background. And so I want to show them how to market their business, how to and find some tips and, and to, I want their business to do well. I want Christian people in business to do well. Absolutely. So we, we have a lot of broad ranges of, of interest between us. We've both been blessed with a uh, wonderful wives. Your wife, Dana, has been very supportive. You even you even hear her in our intro and, and outros as we kind of come in and out. And <laughs> um, my wife, Rochelle, is is really everything I've ever accomplished. I can really say God was good in giving me her. But we want to kind of wrap it up today. But one other thing I just want to remind everyone of, of, about is, is that we are available for church consultation as well. And that might be a new term to a lot of people but if you feel like your church needs some outside eyes or you need a different perspective, you, you need to know more about what you can do to reach out in your community. Uh, you can, again, go to our website at EnduringChurches.com. And uh, we would love um, to talk to you more about how we can come alongside your church and 
and help it grow and become healthy. Absolutely. I know Alan has been through a, a lot of training um, with Tom Rainer's uh, Church Consulting University, and he not only does he have an amazing amount of experience, but he's got a lot of training. And, and Dana and I have been able to meet with some churches and just to help them kind of walk through their, their past and, and what their hopes are for the future. And, and I think that's it's important. So, yeah, please contact us. I want us to, uh, to kind of, as we do wrap this up, um, you know, why is it that we're doing this is because, again, we want you to be successful. Um, we want you to be encouraged on those, especially those Mondays that are tough. You know, we have a lot of combined experience um, and we hope that we can help you to walk through some things and maybe even give you a voice of reason, talk you off the wall, you know, and uh, and show you that there is hope. That's the big thing for me is that there's hope. So thanks for coming along with us. Uh, we want you to endure. So join us uh, next time. We're going to talk about a subject that's near and dear to our hearts. We call it Pastor Poker. Thank you for taking time with Trent and Alan today. Please share your email with us at EnduringChurches.Consulting so that we can let you know about our next podcast. Trent and Alan are also available to consult with you and your church. If you have found this podcast helpful, please let your friends know. Remember, Churches that make a real difference are churches that last.